Hey. Man. Feels That's, like summer, don't it? Sounds fantastic, man. Sounds great. Tired of my own music. <laughs> yeah. Try to switch it up tonight. Play something a little different. Absolutely. Welcome. How are you doing, Jaren? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing awesome. Um, it's been a really good week. What about you? How you doing? I'm doing okay. Man. Hanging in there, working hard. Yeah, Always. Usual. Yeah. Spent a lot of time this week in front of the mic. So. Yeah. Uh, As usual. I, I can't say that I have. I spent a lot of time uh, this week watching other people in front of a mic, but. Right. <laughs> That's true. Not me, myself. Jaren told me that he saw, well, you, in, within five days you saw four, four concerts. Com- That's yeah. ridiculous. So I was asking you this earlier, but if I saw that many shows, short period, I'm Josh, by the way, this is Jaren, we're the audiophiles. <laughs> if I saw that many shows in that short of amount of time, my ears would be like fatigued, man. Nah. That's, that's too much music to take in all at once. Nah, that's, not that's at too all. Dense. I love it. I love it. I want to keep going. I want to see a concert like every night for like the next 10 nights. Man, that's a lot. Yeah, man. You don't get tired of it? Uh, I can't. I mean, certain things about a concert I get tired of. Like, okay, general admission concerts, you know, you got to stand up. Um, so, you know, I'm coming in here like right after a concert. I just left a concert. So my back is kind of hurting a little bit, you know, legs hurting. Right. Hurt. But, um, nah, it, I, I don't get sick of that high that I get from seeing the show. So I'll let you talk about these shows because I'm, I'm curious in your reaction and all of them. Um, yeah. Go ahead and just so going right down the line. You saw real um, I started off the weekend, uh, Saturday, I went to see a, Outside lands. Um, I got there pretty late, but uh, I was able to catch the main artist I wanted to see, and that would be LMA and the headliner Childish Gambino. Also, shout out to my uh, my auntie Lynette um, for getting the plug on those tickets. <laughs> but uh, that that was pretty great. Um, I'll just go through all of them first. After that, the next day I went to see Wiz Khalifa um, in Concord, which was pretty amazing as well. Where what venue? Uh, Concord Pavilion. You ever been there? No, I haven't. It's a pretty nice venue. Uh, crazy. I actually graduated from that venue. Oh, okay. So it's always kind of dope, you know, when I go back there. It brings back memories. Nice. Um, and Kyle, uh, Kyle Dion I saw tonight. Um, pretty amazing show. And I, I know I'm forgetting one. Oh, how did, how did I forget? Just last night I went to see Nas and Mary J. Blige, which might be the best concert of all of them. Wow. See, Nas and Mary J. Blige. Yeah, that's a whole 90s collaboration and it was like hit after hit that sounds fantastic so uh i'm gonna you know go through all these concerts a little bit um might as well start at the top um outside land so you only we only went one day for part of the day of outside lands right? yeah um, you're you're a festivals guy right Jeremy? Festivals, yeah like it's like a um i don't know it's like a buffet for for music pretty much right yeah <laughs> like, that's literally what it is you just get your ticket you go in and like i'm like a kid at a candy store it was like four stages I didn't know what to do. Oh, speaking of going into a kid at a candy store, um, festivals. So, um, me and you talked about this a little bit, but uh, first artist I saw when I got in there, Cupcake. Um, oh, yeah, no way. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, waiting in line to get a drink. She was at, like, the um, the the stage when you first wow. walk in, so I kind of had no choice but to listen to her. Like, I've heard minimal Cupcake music and have gotten... And what... What was your reaction, man? What was that like? <laughs> uh, I'll save that for uh, just me and you talking, but um, not a fan. Let's just say that. Okay, that's valid. Going, she's wa- she's far out. She's far out. Yeah, no, no no shade, you know, get your money. Like, I respect that, but wasn't for me. Okay. Okay. I understand. <laughs> I so, it's for um, me either. That's okay. Getting in outside lands, you know, after, you know, you get your drinks or whatever, get your food, you finally pick a stage where you want to go see. So right around the time we were getting there, 
Um, I want to say somebody I wanted to see was on stage, but I missed them. So I was like, all right, we'll plan to go see LMA. So we get our drinks or whatever, go to the stage to see LMA. She comes out at about six. Um, band is on point. She mm. looks great. You know what I mean? Like one thing I like about her too is like she's she's a star, but she's very kind of like low key. You know, like I can tell she's probably like a low maintenance like person. Like if you actually know her, mm, you know, okay. she's not really like a humility like thing that. going. Yeah, you know, okay, like, that's you very just, cool. Like tell, um, she had very little makeup on, but was still like amazingly gorgeous. Right. So I, I dug that. Um, and and she had, like, all of us singing. It seems like it was a lot more guys singing along with her song, especially booed up than girls. It was like, okay, <laughs> I, this is different, you know? But um, she she gave a great performance. Um, as far as what I rated her, I would say a B. Um, only thing I would say is, like, I just feel like I would like a little more, like, movement with her. But she's a newer artist. She's not really, like, a dancer dancer like that. But Right. Yeah, know. I mean... It's- more stuff to get used to, get your chops up, get your yeah, live chops you know, up. She was dope, though, but as far as her voice, like, sounds just like the record. So Childish Gambino, that's not your first time seeing Oh, no, Childish no. Um, actually saw him last year. Um, I probably told this story on air again, but forget it, I'm going to tell it again. Mm. Um, so mom plays keyboards for Childish Gambino. So again, she got the plug. Um, so not only did we get, like, seats that were literally, like, in the second row of the whole concert. He performed the whole concert, oh, like, 10 feet in front of me. Um, but also we got to go backstage after and little did I know we were going to meet the guy. Um, right. That's right. He's like this huge superstar. Right. But probably like the most humble guy, one of the most humble people I ever met, like sat back there and talked with us for like 20 or 30 minutes, you know? Very cool. Um, but yeah, that show was pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. The show that I just saw wasn't as good as that show, but I also think it's a little bit of bias on my part. What's his deal? He keeps saying he's going to retire. Uh, I honestly don't know. Uh, I'm going to tell you what my theory is, and I hope I'm right. So he said, you know, um, he's going to retire Childish Gambino pretty much like that moniker. I don't think he really said he's going to retire from music. I, I think he's going to go coming. by Donald Glover, um, hmm. you know, after this next Childish Gambino album comes out, which I really hope is the truth. Hmm. Because why would you retire? Like, I feel like you're one of the people that's really keeping, like, a certain sound and style of, like, soul music alive right now. Well, I mean, that, and he's excessively creative. Man, creative genius. Gratuitously you know? like, creative. And I, I, I wanted to tell him that, but like, he's up there with, like, in my eyes, honestly, like a Michael Jackson. Like, totally. You know, he's not as big yet, but as far as, like, just creativity. It's not as, well, it's not as accessible, but the music is plenty yeah, brilliant. People to catch up. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of artists that weren't accessible in their time. People ca- catch up when you're that great. I think I agree with you, yeah. Um, like, Mozart probably wasn't accessible back you know, back then. But it's hard to tell me you know, there was no music industry. It's hard to tell. What yeah, was so. Um, but as far as outside lands, like his show was was dope. Um, I love the way he came out. So he came out like in this big platform, like in the middle of, you know, outside lands, like a huge festival series, probably 100,000 people just in the field. So he had this stage set up in the middle of the field that nobody really, I don't know how he got there. It was either the whole time somebody else was performing or what, but he rose up like out, out of the ground almost. And like music just started. And everybody starts screaming. I'm looking around. I look in the middle of this field, and there's Childish Gambino on this platform. Like, and he starts singing, and, you know, uh, eventually he gets off that platform, walks up to the stage, and, you know, shakes hands on the way there or whatever. And the show was awesome, man. Um, pretty much the same show um, as when I saw him in December. Does he play with the band? Yeah, definitely. Um, and his band is, like, tip-top. He got a band, he has backup singers, and he had, like, a choir for, like, a song or two. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Very uh, very cool show. 
Um, so I gave him an A. Last last show I saw him was an A plus, but you yeah, know. <laughs> got to see him. That's extra credit. Yeah. So Wiz Khalifa here. Yeah. Um, that would be for me an interesting dude to see alive. So much of that I would assume would be the atmosphere. Just yeah, like, I'll, I'll get into Wiz, but I got to first. I got to talk about his openers a little bit. So I saw Wiz Khalifa. Um, like I said, at Concord Pavilion. Um, I went to high school right around the corner from there for a couple of years. Shout out Clayton Valley. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so we had like three or four openers. He had French Montana, which was like his main headline opener. He had this dude named Moneybag Yo. I never heard of. I know Moneybag Yo. He um, he's. I think he's dating my my future wife. Yeah. Uh, um, Megan the Stallion. You don't want that, but all right. Um, <laughs> and then he had Amine, which um, I don't know too much of his music, but he did have that 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 uh, huge that, song, that huge song. Caroline. I love that song. Yeah, I that told, song was that dope. Song was and awesome. the way he did that song was like a, a little different than you know you hear it on record. But oh, it, that's it good. He must get so tired of it. Yeah, playing that every show. At this showing. point, to keep it G, like he's a little bit of a one-hit wonder. You know that came. He's out trying like not to be, man. Ago. He's because he's. I think he's a creative artist. You know. Yeah. Um, but all right, so right now. Did you like the rest of his show? Did you like the rest of his material? Uh, Amine? Yeah. Uh, he, he was all right. He was cool. He wasn't bad, you know. Um, he had uh, a drummer. You know, I, I always respect artists that have at least, if you don't have a full band, some kind of, you know, some something live, bring bring mm-hmm. a live aspect to it. Because if, if you don't have a, a band to me, I'm like, okay, well, I could have sang alone to your songs in the car or something. Sure. What am I seeing you for? Especially if you rap into a track. But um, I respect that, that he has something, you know. Um, but his show was cool. Then Moneybag Yo. <laughs> man, that's a no-no. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's my son. Really just kind of not really my style of, of music probably. So it's probably, a, I'm a little biased, but I gave him a C-. minus. French Montana, still not my style of music. I gave him a C+. Plus. Moneybag Yo and French Montana, just you want to gloss over what the sound was like for you? Uh, Well, there's like the sound quality wasn't as good, which I notice a lot with... um. Like big tours like this though, like when you have a lot of artists, like the headliner always gets great sound and the artists before them gets like, you know, kind of crappy sounds. Right. But I just feel like for French Montana, the, the, the energy wasn't there. He looked like he was kind of high off lane or something the whole time, which, oh, you man. know, he tried to dance, but he was real kind of like yeah. stale yeah, and take stiff. Take your job seriously, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. So, but then again, like I said, I'm not really into his, his music like that. He, he does got a, a few hits that I mess with, like uh, Unforgettable. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I'm not really a big uh, French guy. But all right, Wiz not really Khalifa. Big French guy, huh? Nah, nah, not at all. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa, man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What I will say is, uh, you know, seeing so many artists on that one show—that was four artists right there. When you see the headliner, like you can see what sets, um, like a superstar apart from just an artist that's, you know, just kind of in the game. Like Wiz Khalifa was so much. Like better than everybody else that came. He's been a superstar him. for such a long time now. Yeah, like I remember like a decade it, now. Yeah, totally, totally. Which is weird. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have heard his music nine years ago and thought like, ah, oh, he's gonna be around. Yeah. He's gonna be sticking around. But then again, I don't know. Cushion Orange Juice, which was like kind of what put him on the map, um, in mainstream, was like a pretty big deal back when I, you know. Um, I don't even remember when that song came. Yeah, out. I was. I think I was in like eleventh grade, um, when that came out. Pretty big deal. Mm. All right. Um, but his show was great. Um, he played with the band. Yeah, he, a full band. Um, his how was Concord Pavilion? How many? How big is it? How many people? We talking like fifteen thousand. Like it, it's pretty much the size of size of an arena, but it's just outside. Okay, cool. You got you got the lawn and everything. It's, it's it's real nice. They got trees on both sides of the venue. But uh, Wiz Khalifa definitely did his thing. It's like 
almost, I think this is like my fourth time seeing him. I saw him with Snoop Dogg like a few years ago. And that was like a, like everywhere you go, you was probably getting contact. Yeah. This wasn't as bad, but there was a lot of weed smoking. That's kind of what I figured. So much of it is the atmosphere you go and. So um, I gave him an A. Okay. And then getting into my favorite concert of the week, which was last night. Nas and Mary J. Blige. Um, Shoreline Amphitheater out in Mountain View. Right. Also another outside venue. Um, I went there just the other week, too. Who'd you see? I saw Michael McDonald and Shaka Khan. Oh, okay. Shaka Khan, too? You didn't tell me Shaka Khan. Yeah, I didn't think I was seeing Shaka. I I thought it was just Michael McDonald. I'm going to have to give you a couple of minutes and then it is to let you talk about Shaka. Um, Yeah. I love Shaka. But, uh... And you kind of made me lose my train of thought with the shocker right there. <laughs> okay, first of all, that th- mountain winery, phenomenal sound, man. Wait, that's two totally different venues, Josh. You what, to, what, wait, what are you talking about? Uh, mountain View, uh, uh, Shoreline Amphitheater. You're talking Shoreline about, Amphitheater? I thought you said Mountain Winery nah, in Saratoga. No, no, no. It's in the same totally area, different. right? I don't know. I've never been to uh, No, Saratoga winery. is not Mountain View. What am I talking about, man? Didn't do my research. I don't know what you're talking about. I did. Well, I'm liking doing it anyway. Yeah, all right. I, I did see a concert, so that is that part of it is true. for sure. <laughs> Josh didn't get enough sleep, but uh, apparently not, man. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so listen, this is the this is the concert that I probably would have been most excited about. Not, man, Nas and Mary J. Just hit after hit, just like t- legends. But all right, let me get into it a little bit. Tell me, what's the four o? What's the What's the 411? Don't come on, Josh. <laughs> come on, Josh. So Just don't even do it if you don't know it. <laughs> come on, man. I was into that I was into that song all day today. I listened to it like six times. You going to mess it up? I was trying to be classy, like yeah, integrated. trying to be cool, but all right. it's all good. <laughs> but uh all right, so I got there a, l- a little late. The concert started at 8. Um I went to pick up my friend that I took and you know, the drive out there is pretty pretty brutal. So we get there around 8.15, which I'm like, okay, we're doing pretty good. But getting into the venue, like, getting parking is crazy, bro. Like, traffic everywhere. So, mm. it's right in the middle of, like, the Google, uh, like, campus. So, I, oh. I I literally just found a park at Google, even though it says don't park there. Sorry, Google. And parked right there and walked, like, a mile, you know, just so I wouldn't miss the show. So, we don't get into the venue till about 9.05. Nas is already on stage, and he's been on, from what I hear, uh, he's been on for 30 minutes at this point. So I missed like half his set, but wait, I would have thought that Nas was headlining in Mary J. Blige. I would have thought so too, but then when you get there, you realize how many hits Mary J. Blige does have, and this is the thing: she didn't even do all her hits. She did like yeah her first three albums, and I'm like, okay, well, where is this? Which was also a huge hit. Like she, she is a legend, and I, I mean, I've already already knew that, but like just seeing her last night confirmed it. So Nas was great. He had a band. Um. And the thing about Nas was he didn't even rap with a track like, and he was bar for bar with himself. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's so. I I would have figured. Man, he's got so many chops. Like, man, it's like you see all these rappers and you see what separates the greats from just the the average. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Even Wiz was on that same thing. Like, Wiz was bar for bar with himself. You know, no track. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it, it was it was crazy to finally see Nas, bro. I'm mad that he didn't do New York State of Mind, or maybe he did. And I just missed it. But, he, he probably. Did plenty of other stuff on you know the two records. Yeah, I gave him an A, um, definitely an A. Mary J. Blige, man. So she comes out after Nas. Um, he he like introduces her. She comes out and everything. Everybody's screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, goes right into hits, and it's just like a big sing along. Her voice is like spot on. She's hitting all the high notes. You know what I mean? Like ad libbing and everything. The band is with her. Um, like I said, just hit after hit. It was like she she was up there for an hour, 
and she was basically going in, in succession of like the, the the way her albums came out in real real time. She started with her first album, and then by then she, she was she went through the first three, and she had only done an hour. She she had done an hour already. That's pretty cool. I've only seen uh, I've only seen Jethro Tull do that yeah. and play their hits because they're on like a I saw them on a 50th anniversary tour and they played mm-hmm. their hits like in the sequence that they came out. So you kind of are anticipating with the yeah. next one that it, they're gonna play. That's very cool. It was dope, bro. And it was like you you kind of you didn't know what was coming next in terms of songs to an extent, but you knew it was gonna be something from that era. So, mm-hmm. um, like I said, everybody singing along, and it was cool because I grew up listening to a lot of these songs with my mom. Like she had every Mary J. Blige song. It was like when we would clean up on on Saturdays. That's that's probably what we'd be playing. My life or what's the four hundred one or something. Right. Um. So yeah, man. And then Nas came back out. They did a few songs together. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, and she she changed outfits like four times. I love when artists do that kind of stuff, you know, like like give me a show. Like I came to see a show and she definitely gave totally. me a show. Very she looked flawless. I can't believe she's almost fifty years old. Like, no lie, I would take her on a date. Like I <laughs> no totally, lie. I believe it. She she's like double my age, but I would I don't I don't <laughs> not care. Um so shout out to the queen of hip hop soul, Mary J. Blige. Yeah, um, really really good material. Great, like, man. Check her records. So I give her an A as well. And then my concert tonight, um, this might be an artist all of you guys don't really know about yet, but I'm going to put you on. Check him out. Um, Kyle Dion. I saw him my first time in April. He was opening up for uh, LMA at the Fox Theater in Oakland. And he comes out or whatever, and I'm like, who is this Prince looking like? Who does this Prince want to be? I'm like, okay. But then he starts singing. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm into it. So here's my question for him, because you were telling me that he's got this whole Prince thing. You, yeah. sh- you showed me a picture of him a second ago, and he had the... The eyeshadow, you know, and I was like, all right, why do you got to do the eyeshadow just like him? But does he have an original voice? Does um, he Does he sound like Prince was his musical dad? Uh, that, to an extent, yeah. But, like, you know, I got a thing like I always tell you. I feel like if you're an R&B star that wants to be, like, huge but also, like, kind of, like, eclectic and a little weird, like, Prince is going to be your go-to guy. You know what I mean? So I feel like yeah, he... Just because you emulate an eclectic and weird guy doesn't make you eclectic and weird. Yeah, but people think emulation. it does. But, I mean, he's already... he's He did the playbook so well that I feel like, why would you not go to the source if you want to be this kind of artist that's not going to be in the box but still is able to reach the masses? See, I think it's way more crucial to... To, to branch out and be your own voice than that, but maybe that's an argument. Yeah, for but you, time. you, you, he is his own voice. But it's just when you recognize, like I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I stand Prince. Like I'm a huge Prince fan. Like, totally. So I recognize, like okay, that that's like a page out of Prince's book. So to every, every other people might kind of look, okay, this is different. But so he he definitely has his own voice though. But I I can definitely hear the Prince influences in his music. Like it's a lot of funk. Um, he sings real high a lot of times. Um, but as far as like a performer. He, he was pretty great, dude. Okay. Well, yeah, I will great. check him out because I had never heard of him. I gave him an A minus. Um, only thing I would give to him, same with LMA, is I would like more movement. Um, actually, no, he moved a lot. I just, I would like more. Actually, I don't even know why I gave him an A minus. Well, maybe you were a. missing something in the performance. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't even think. I just think I didn't want to give him as good a, a grade as I gave uh, Childish Gambino, yeah, well, Nas, and speak, I mean, he, he killed it at being. Kyle Dion, yeah. right? So yeah, he he was great. So I get I give him an A. Um, and then I just want to talk about a uh, couple of the openers real quick from tonight's show. Um, so Kyle Dion had two openers. One named Monk. It was like not even a band. It was a collective. Like so, they had a girl who sang. Then they had like a guy who sang. Then they had two guys who rapped. And the girl was dope. Um, one of the guys who sang was okay. And the two rappers I kind of went really into. 
So were um, they like jazz influenced? I would think it'd be a thing on Thelonious Monk. Nah, they're not really company. jazz influenced at all. Mm-hmm. It was actually a mix mash of styles. It didn't was a didn't metal work in for there. you? Um, some of it did. Like I said, they weren't even a band. They didn't really do anything together. They were a collective, you know. But they all just kind of, I guess, figure, okay, well, let's all do this thing together, which is cool. But their styles kind of didn't go didn't together. Mesh. Okay, you know what I mean, um, I'd like to be. I'd like to see more of the collective thing. So one of the guy hate to hate to put my man on the spot like this, but um, one of the guys who was there, I really wasn't feeling um. He was a, a rapper, but it was very like he was trying too hard. It was almost like you ever seen that that spoof guy, uh, Ali G in the house. Mm-mm. All right, well check him out. He 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 kind of was real real like that. Like I don't know. Like I'm a try to be cooler and hip, more hip than I am. Like oh yeah, what's up? How you you know like mm. we, we're not buying it. Like everybody in the crowd was kind of like just looking. Like oh okay, not buying it. Thing is like number one in hip hop, right? Yeah, I mean, like we on, wasn't buying have, what he was selling. Have your you know? persona right. <laughs> so um. Yeah, and then like I said, the girl was pretty dope. Um, then the second open after that, it was a band named Luj. I'd never heard of him. Oh, I thought Luj was a person. I, well, I, I and think they it, had their band. Oh, he, well, he had his band because he kept saying my name is Luj, but it was a whole band, so I don't know. Okay, maybe it's like Sade, where her name is Sade, but the whole band is named Sade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they were dope. Whoever, whatever, it's a band, a person. They, they was dope. I gave him a B plus. Um, I like when I see people our age. Um doing live music still you know like they were all in yeah that, you know, that's cool um early good, to mid musicians 20s. yeah and they were all yeah, dope cool. and i think they was all bay area dudes because i saw one of my uh friends uh um moses he's a dj and he was djing for him so i, I assumed that all of those, those guys was from the bay area but i gave him a b plus you had an incredible week Jeremy. i did man i did i'm gonna sleep great tonight i would like indeed to talk about chuck Connor and michael mcdonald but I'm going to do it. I need to take a break real quick. Yeah, we do. Back in <laughs> I've been running my mouth. I would just like to uh, thank my co-host, Jaron, for absolutely killing that mass concert review. It was, it was, it was, it was kind of difficult, you know what I mean? It was an amazing week. <laughs> my friend uh, Jack helped me out, you know? Jack. Yeah, Daniel. Oh, yeah, Jack, man. Jack and I go way back. A little bit. So, uh, just on the concert point, I want to talk about Michael McDonald. And it's good to get all these reviews in Cram Mall. And I think we're going to keep doing this kind of thing. Yeah. Michael McDonald and Chaka Khan. This is going to sound kind of funny, but uh, I I knew I was going to see Michael McDonald and I was excited because he worked with Steely Dan. Um, And you love Steely Dan. I love Steely Dan. And he didn't, we were kept hoping for him to play Steely Dan songs Mm. when we were there. Like, come on, just one, just do one of the ones you featured on. He didn't. Then I was like, let's just buy tickets for this Steely Dan show because then everyone's going to be a Steely Dan song. Anyway, he was still pretty great. Both, and But I I showed up to the concert. Now, I thought it was just Michael McDonald. I didn't know who was opening. And I was like, the demographic doesn't really seem <laughs> like a pure, like a purely Michael McDonald. So it was a lot more uh, black people there than you expected. Well, that's that's one way of putting it. <laughs> that's I the real it, way to put it. I found I found out Chaka Khan was opening. I'm like, oh, that's dope. Hey, my mind would have been blown. It was crazy because I I remember you told me like the night before, yeah, I'm going to see Michael McDonald. I was like, oh, that's great. That's if you would have told me Michael McDonald yeah. and Chaka Khan, I would have been like, bro, like, yeah, I'm getting a ticket. We're going. It was totally awesome. It, two two acts worked together really well, and Chaka came on for some of. Michael's song. A word? Yeah, yeah. It was cool. They did some duets. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I probably preferred Shaka Khan out of the two. What? Yeah, I wish that Shaka Khan had been headlining because the musicians were just better, man. Isn't that great when you like go to an artist you already like or love and 
like there's an opener that you don't expect, or maybe you do know the opener's going to be there, but you end up falling in love with the opener more than you do the headliner. Yeah, the opener made me want to shocker made me want to move my body more than yeah, like I'm definitely going. like that's like um the first when I went to see the internet last year, like Moonchild opened up for him, and I already love Moonchild, but um, for one of the shows, I saw him three times on that tour. I was like, okay, I'm really definitely feeling the yeah. Moonchild getting more than your more. money's worth. Yeah, so that was that was very cool. I mean, Shaka, A, you know, yeah, Michael McDonald, B plus, whatever. The thing that happened with both of those is that they both played with bands, but for some reason, at the exact same point in the set, mm. like halfway through, is when they really started meshing. Yeah, like Shaka's band was like kind of. It's it Shaka or Shaka? Do I sound like an idiot? Shaka, right? Shaka, you got it, bro. You got it. <laughs> the band was a little shaky. And they, you know, they sounded like they hadn't been playing together, and then they meshed around like a third of the way through. And then it was like, yeah, all right, I'm listening to real funk yeah. gospel players like, uh-huh. playing together. It was awesome. Yeah. That's what's so what was so good? Just tell me like about Shaka. What was so good? Like, Oh, I mean, okay, so she's, I mean, she's got that thing that you were describing with Mary J. Blige. It's like, wow, you totally still got it. Yeah, Your voice man. is still crack-a-lacking. Yeah. You still got that distinctive, like, pseudo-nasally, yeah. Like high alto soprano timbre, a distinctive voice, and I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. It, it's it translated great. She's a good performer, um, and I just love seeing a good rhythm section. Man, it's just that simple. Yeah, it sounded great in the rhythm section. This was at Mountain Winery, and the sound was fantastic. And so I wanted to ask you a little bit. Um, locked in. I'm happy you brought that back up. That's that's probably like one of the few venues in the Bay Area I haven't been to. Like, tell me a little about a bit so about the, that. The venue. only the only people that I've seen there. I remember I saw. You know, Michael Batonda, Shaka Khan. And then years ago, when I was a little kid, I saw Jethro Tull. Okay. It was amazing because I got to meet Ian Anderson, got his oh, autograph. What? Yeah, that's kind of a story. I just How old were you? Uh, uh, let me think. I think I was like 15, that's gotta be 14, cool, 15. Bro. It was very cool. I was in the We were in the hotel lobby staying at the same hotel as mm-hmm. me and my family. They were on their 40th anniversary Aqualung tour or something like that. I'm like, the dude at the front desk has like an English accent. I told this to my mom. Yeah. So we go outside and... And he's, uh, he, as he, we finish up our business in the hotel, like the front desk before he does, and he comes out, and I'm like, Mom, don't say anything. Like, it's going to be so embarrassing. Naturally, my mom goes up and says, Hey, excuse me, are you Ian Anderson? I'm like, oh, come on, Mom. <laughs> That's such a mom thing to he's do. He's totally cool about it. He's, I, I, he gives me an autograph, and he's like, Oh, man, moms are so embarrassing, aren't yeah. they? It's like, what is he going to do? Say no? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you were him. You look like him. Yeah. <laughs> he's a totally he's a totally sweet guy the up, concert man. was great i just it's a comfortable venue mm-hmm. it's a kind of a gorgeous location and sound was just completely fantastic yeah. man it was for the toll show it was for show that i just went to i'd like to go see more stuff i'm seeing steely dan there and i think in a couple of months yeah, but I, it'll just be I'd donald be to to that. walter becker passed away but i'd still steely be down dan. to go to that um but it, it, you said something that uh I don't hear about a venue too often, but I, I kind of want to unpack a little bit. You said it's a comfortable venue. So are the seats like not on top of each other? No, they're not. Uh-huh. It's like a big slope, right? Uh-huh. So everyone, everyone all the way back can see people. I, you know, I just, I think I just personally prefer like sitting down shows. Yeah, me too, bro. You like know? I said, I went to, um, out of, out of the four, I've, I went to two uh general admission tonight i I think after seeing the three previous ones like i was really kind of feeling it tonight like i am tired like i'm coming right in here after a concert like and i was just standing up for the last three three four hours so i I, I, i'd love going to a um 
<laughs> a, you know, a sit down concert. It wears. Maybe I'm out of shape or something. <laughs> no, nah, it's not even that. It's it just wears on like, me. Standing in the same place is harder than moving around. Right. Like I've, I've, I've been all these shows. I've learned that. I try to dance as much as I can. Like when I'm at a show, because standing there will will eat you up. Totally. So good stuff, man. A lot Great of weekend con- concerts. So okay. So I was asking about. I was asking you about this a second ago. But the four days doesn't fatigue you. Doesn't. It's like I would get because you saw a lot of hip hop and R and B right in the past yeah. four days. I, that would make me tired of the genre, just seeing hours and hours and hours of that being in that. Um, arena. you would think, and I, I will say this. Um, so those three openers for uh, Wiz Khalifa, they kind of all are a little more similar. Like Amine is a little more different, but okay, he kind of yeah. still fits into whatever those other guys were doing. There's some variance with all of them, but hearing that same kind of uh, genre, like that same kind of rap yeah i was kind of tired of that um but then right. wiz comes out and he's something totally different than these guys so it it, it matters okay yeah these might all be rap artists or r&b artists but are you bringing me something different every time i understand something that'll happen to me this is related you know i'll see an artist that maybe even i've been really excited to see and then i don't listen to their record for like a month mm-hmm. like i get my taste of them you know yeah, and it's like I've been listening and listening and listening, yeah, and the, I see the them, and then I get I'm satisfied, and then I'm I don't the listen. Opposite, bro. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I get hypnotized by artists sometimes when I listen to them, like on in concert. Like when I went to see the internet, like I couldn't listen, stop listening to them for like you know a week. Yeah, but it's like I'm I'm like this. Like when I hear artists do something live, I might hear something a little different than what I've heard and uh like on the studio album. So I want to go back and see if that's there or. See if they if they did the live version as good as a studio, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So Which I'm is so, but we talked like about that. this. It's so important to bring something yeah, that I'm I, a little too analytical when it comes to these concerts. I guess. Yeah. So something like that. I don't know. I think I think what happens is I I there's the headliner and this this big long thing and they play all of their hits. Yeah. And it's just like okay, I'm totally satisfied now. You know. Yeah. Like it checked the box. So let me ask you. Um, outside of uh going to see Steely Dan in a few months, what's uh what's the next concert you got planned? Oh, yeah, you hit me with a curveball. I don't even... That's what I like to do. That's the thing. I The next concert I have plans are ones that I'm playing. Oh, I totally forgot to talk about this, man. It's so good we're doing concert reviews right now because yeah. I saw the dopest concert last Friday. Asked you if you wanted to come with me. I guess you couldn't make it. Yeah. It was Ian Santanillo and the Housewarmers. Ah, uh, yeah, bro. I saw uh, uh, I saw you and Casey post about it. Oh, man. And he did the song that I love, that do you. I'm like, ah, oh, I yeah, wish I could have been there. Shit. Man, okay, so he's still young, but he is the real deal, man. Mm. He's I've seen him like three times. Mm. Every single time, it's made me feel fantastic. I wake up the next day like feeling great. Yeah. The music is that, I don't know. The spirit is just that there for me with mm. him. He is just the real deal. Like I just know that he's he's going places. But to get, to get more specific, he plays with a band, and it's like two percent playback, and then every single one of the players in the band is like a bad yeah. cat, uh-huh. and they're just. <laughs> I got exactly what you mean. Like you got a bad cat. So they they're all just, they're all just cats, man. Yeah. And he's a cat. You know, he's the cat of cats. He's his singing is incredible. Live. So he's cat daddy. Is what you saying? He's the he's the big cat. <laughs> They're yeah, and they're all just locked in. Like they've obviously been playing together for a really long time. They know and love the material. And you watch, you go up and you watch his spirit love the material and mm-hmm. have a lot to say, like artistically. It's, yeah. it's wonderful. The openers were great too. I went. I had a bassist friend that was playing for one of the openers. Uh, Jen 
Clem, I believe I feel bad for messing up your name. And then uh, Windows Down, also really good. Got to see some good Neo. What's the name of the artist? Windows Down? Windows Down is another group, Ooh, yeah. I gotta check them out. I, Windows this is Down. what I've learned with R&B artists. The weirder the name, the better the music. Yeah, and they did the Silicon Valley thing where they omitted the vowels. Mm-hmm. So it's like Windows Down, you know? Like, I, I just got to put off a few... Uh, so the weekend, love him, R and B dude. That's the a, internet, my that, favorite. Weekend is a great is a great artist name. That's a fantastic. The artist. internet because everybody loves the weekend, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, like who doesn't love the internet too? You know? Yeah, totally. Um, and then I just a few days ago I got put on in this artist um by a friend of mine. Shout out to Briar, um named Pink Sweats, and I just started listening to him. I'm digging it. I'm like, okay. I ever tell you I'm, about? I'm noticing a theme here. Did I ever tell you about Lemon Jelly? Nah. Lemon Jelly is this artist that they're like an electronic duo. They make really interesting music. I started listening. My friend put me onto them. He typed in two random words into Google Play because mm-hmm. he was bored. It was Lemon and Jelly. Turned out this wow. great artist that I'm that it's like became like a big deal. I yeah. listen to them all. I love to sleep to their music. We should do a whole segment on that one day, like weird uh, R&B names. Yeah. <laughs> How they weird make you a better artist. Right. Try that, man. If, you, if you're totally bored, out of music, need a recommendation, and you haven't gotten one from the audio files, pick two random Kaiser Soze two words together. Be like, ah. Oh. Speaking of recommendations. Microphone, pencil. Me and Josh want to do something new um, this week. We want to start rolling out our pick or picks of the week. We're going to do two tonight because um, I know he got one. He want to give, and I also have one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put it on you. What um artist or song well, let's let's say what's al- what album or song do you want to recommend to? to I want. Can I go here? just song this week? Yeah. I'm usually gonna go album, but um, I'm gonna have to talk about this later. This is for a different episode. But Trippy Red put out a new album! Exclamation point! Mm. Exclamation mark! And I think by far the best song on it is "Everything Buzz." Uh, that's you know that album goes in a different direction. But if you really want a really, if you really want a Trippy Red song that. I think proves that he's still kind of pushing boundaries and has good taste and mm-hmm. is making like I don't know in my opinion good musical decisions. I think everything Boz is the one. The beat is really classy and cool. And I think his girlfriend does a verse on it, which is like I don't know works surprisingly well for me. Felt nice. Yeah. So that's my everything Boz off of Trippy Red's new Boz. album. Right? All right, for sure. So I guess it's my turn. <clears throat> in keeping with uh, what we've been talking about today, um, all these concerts I've been to. Um, I would like to recommend uh, Kyle Dion, the artist I, I just saw tonight, uh, his album Sugar. Um, really great album. Like I said, you get a lot of different styles from there, and it, it's it's S-U-G-A. Like, give me some sugar. Sugar. Yeah. Kyle Dion. <laughs> okay. Um, Good stuff. Is is that a, his first album? Is that a later? That's his second album. Second Actually, album. personally, I like his first album a little bit better. A little more electronic influence, a um, little more of a, a, a you-can-dance-to-it album. Okay. This one is kind of more of a, he's going for a, I want to branch out and do a lot and also kind of more like a bedroom album, but it's, it's still dope at the same time. Awesome. Um, so recommend that. Actually, let me just recommend him as an artist, Kyle Dion. He only got two albums right now. Like, sure. And support independent artists. He, you know, he's a newer upcoming guy. We got to get these artists that actually still keep live music alive. Like we got to get them yeah. out there more. So sounds good to, to me. Man. Thank you for a great show. Thank all these artists for a great show. Um, Childish Gambino, LMA, Wiz Khalifa. Um, Kyle Dion, thank all y'all. You sounded suspiciously close to somebody that knew what they were talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about either. I have fun doing it. You have fun doing I it? I have fun doing it. <laughs>
We'll see you guys next week. Peace.